You're listening to a Time Machine podcast. Old movie Time Machine. An adventure through time and or space. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Old Movie Time Machine, the show in which we use color films made in the old U.S. of A. between the years of 1945 and 1965 as windows into the past. What are we doing with these windows? We're crawling through them. What do we do after that? We poke around in this place that we've ended up in. Maybe it's 1956. Maybe it's 1959. Maybe it's 1965. God, I hope not. But unfortunately, that's the case today. And what we're doing there is we're exploring this pivotal era following the Second World War. And while we do that, we're going to be asking the critical, vital, essential questions, such as, who are these people? What are their habits? How are they treating each other? What decisions are they making? And why? Also, I don't think there's a debate about it at this point. It's the most important part. What are they wearing? And what do their living rooms Mm -hmm. look like, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the show, we're going to ask the ultimate question on behalf of all humanity. Do we keep watching this? Is this a thing we're going to keep perpetuating on further generations? Or can we just kind of leave it? Forget about it. You know, take anything away from this? We're going to find out. I am your host through time and or space, Justin Zeppa, joined as ever by my panel of international experts at being humans in the early 21st century. It's kind of an intimate gathering tonight. It's a special lineup, uh, joined first of all by ever-present left-hand woman, Catherine Sherlock. Welcome back to the program. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, always, of course. And to your left, of course, is Brindis Reynes' daughter. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. You were very busy last week. Uh, oh, yeah. About the cement prices. You were down at the lumber yard. Yeah. Uh, reading those contractors, the Riot Act, because... Yeah, you kick butt. This will not oh, stand, right? Uh, no. It's a no from me. They were, <laughs> let, let me ask you a simple question. Yeah. Were they gouging us? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's why it took me so long. And this is why we call you the accountant, because you are the one, you were watching the books, right? Yes. You are, of course, also the chief drop officer of the program. Mm-hmm. A little bit later, we're going to be discussing some of the sounds that you will have access to in future episodes. But, uh, you Get know, guys- Get excited. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. I mean, it's a dream come true for me because I can't do both. I can't do the talking and push the buttons at the same- oh. I mean, so- this is going to be great. It will take me some time to get the timing right, so bear with us. I don't think it's going to take that long. I but think. I am super excited. Yeah, yeah. We've got some really good sounds for you guys. Oh, yeah. To be severely annoyed by in the, in the future. <laughs> Uh, so look, it's the three of us because, guys, running a business, I mean, this is one of the things that we're going to encounter is uh, Collins. You know, sometimes not everybody's going to be able to make it. Now, Shrishma, of course, she had to go down to the dig site because there was something about the backhoe. I, she sent a text. It was very jumbled, right? It was kind yeah. of garbled. Something about something, something, caterpillar, fuck these guys, something, something, whole, right? I, I don't know what the deal is. We're going to have to ask her next time. Yeah, she's going to have to fill us in. Yeah, actually, it probably... 
we should have somebody take minutes of that meeting. The board's going to want to know. Yeah. That's uh, kind of critical information. Uh, now, our other co-host, Carolyn Nowrose, my sister and yours at home, she uh, apparently just a uh, migraine. Wow, that's crazy. She has had she has called in with a migraine like three, maybe four times in the past month. I don't know what's up with that. Part of me feels like, Carolyn, I don't know if you know what a migraine is. These, these affect like 12, 13% of the population. You have several of them. It's a migraine cluster over there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we have to sit her down and have a talk. Kidding, sis. You're number one. <laughs> I know you're listening. You're number one. Don't worry about it. Team, listen, I'd like to start this episode off with an apology. <laughs> this is testing the durability of our original thesis, which this is not a show about movies. This no. is a show about time, right? Yes. Now, ladies, if this was a show about movies, how would we be feeling right now? <laughs> oh, is this one of the classics of American cinema? I would hope, hope not. not. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I would hope it's, it's not The Godfather, folks. It's not. No. Uh, in fact, Catherine, do you have a one-line review of this film for us that you could dish out? Actually, I do. Okay. Convenient. So, what I have is poor life choices, enhanced by misinformation and utter confusion. But yay, the girl gets the guy. Hey, hey. <laughs> nice. And we were all so relieved, right, when those two got together? Oh, oh my man. God. Finally. Just relieved that it was finished. Just over. Yes, over. it was over. But I needs, have two words. Yeah. Three words. I two words. Hate this. Oh, okay. It stinks. Yeah. <laughs> drop. We'll yeah. drop it here. Yeah. It stinks. Please. Yep. Okay. Of course. That needs to be dropped. Um, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've got a movie that fails on almost every level and insults everyone involved. It is not just anti-Asian, it's anti-human. Or mm -hmm. we should have watched that darn cat. Okay, <laughs> look. So let me tell you the journey of how we got to that funny feeling. 1965, by the way, this is the end of our uh, decade survey, giving you a little glimpse into each era that we're looking at through the course of our program here. 1965 is the end of wind of the window that we focus on thank god i don't think i can go any deeper than this guys this is this is rough mm -hmm. yeah uh i do hope this is the low spot it, i think it is i'd like to think it is so 1965 not a great year for cinema as it turns out okay. because they're all shit is what it looks like <laughs> and we trust your research so <laughs> do we i was going to i hope so let me see if I can pull up a list of just some sample titles from 1965. It will give you an idea. 1965, let's talk about movies such as <sighs> Dr. Terror's House of Horrors. That sounds good. No. <laughs> no, I have a I'm migraine. I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call in once you've already come in. I'm sorry. Uh, I have to go. <laughs> um... <laughs> How to Murder Your Wife. Intriguing. Ooh. I don't know. You know, maybe a lot of these we are going to be watching. Sorry. But this is just what you can expect. <laughs> how to Stuff a Wild Bikini. What? I, what now? Yeah. How to Stuff a Wild Bikini. Wild? Wild. Wild. Bikini? Bikini. As in clothing? Yeah. How to Stuff One. It sounds 
pornographic. Yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> Where is that? Just it, my it, maybe it no, will, no, no, maybe no, it will no, be. No, 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 no. Boy, what a twist oh. that'll be. <laughs> Tune into that one, folks. Uh, Don't miss that episode. <laughs> oh, shit. Hmm. That darn cat, right? Of course. What's up with the cats? Uh, I definitely think that's one I've avoided all my life so far. <laughs> A big hand. Big cat one. Oh, <laughs> that darn cat. Mm. Well, and this is the thing. So what we're seeing is a lot of like 1965 in film is like high concept. It's all, uh, think of the craziest thing you can think of. We're going to make a movie out of it. So that darn cat is about a cat who witnesses like a robbery and his owners have to communicate with that cat. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Is it acid? What's happening? It, 65 is a little too early for the acid, but it it's just like lazy. Yeah, like you say, it, it, it's like, I don't know, let, let's just have some words up, throw some darts, come yeah. up with a title made out of whatever those darts hit. Right, right. And then- What do people like, guys? Put it, put it up on the board. Okay, they're like animals, they you know. Need. Right, yeah. But they still have money to make those. Like they're, like the movie that we were watching. Yeah. I mean, there is a budget. Yeah. Somebody thought that was a good idea and signed off on it. Yeah. So- and Someone probably made money from that film. Yeah, they probably did. And that's pathetic. But it was, uh, was it just like uh, like churning them out, turning a handle, um, just assembling just a random collection of people, I, and let's just throw this thing together and let's just get it out like factory kind of. I think that's the case with this movie at the very least, because mm -hmm. this movie feels to me like the worst episode of Friends you've ever seen. Like it's- I uh, hate Friends. It's a- uh, What? <laughs> uh oh What? <laughs> <laughs> I hate. Okay. Friends. Do you do you watch Seinfeld then? Don't say I hate it. She can't say she hates it because she's never seen it. You haven't seen Seinfeld? No. <sighs> I know. It's a. Th I've been working on it. I've been trying. I've been doing it. Why are we doing? <laughs> Which one's Seinfeld? Stop the program. Go watch nine seasons Jerry of Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Okay. You know, I did start that. That, 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 that. that is vaguely amusing. Yes. Yes? Okay. Okay. I mean, that's all I want. But if you say you hate that too. Yes, the He's the same, he's the same guy who does like comedians in cars yeah. getting caught. That yeah. I love. You like that, but you don't like the... Or are you no, okay I do. I do. The, I'm okay, okay with okay. it. I'm okay yeah, with okay. it. That, that, but friends... Hell, get that out of my face. There is nothing funny or entertaining about that. <laughs> also, it does They were on a break, Catherine. Right. Uh, yeah. Wow. Who's Elaine? All right. <laughs> All right. So, look, basically, we got to a point where I was this close to saying, screw it, we're watching that darn cat, which is now just going to be. <laughs> I, I would I like a, to I'd end my life at some point knowing damn well I have never watched that Don. Catherine, I'm sorry, but it's going to loom now. We're going to have to pick I'm gonna, that movie now. I'm going to drop this I'm bomb sorry. when you least expect it, Catherine. I, I might be having a migraine that day. No. <laughs> we will flip it around. Oh, Catherine's got a sore throat again. Oh, no. It's too bad. Always on a Friday with this one. It's curious. Uh, but that darn folks at home. Be prepared. That darn cat is coming to you because we're going to have to go back to 1965 at some point. Yeah. I mean, we're going to watch the, the bikini, how to stuff a wild bikini. We're going to watch Dr. Funky's wild bikini machine, whatever. 
whatever the fuck. But we're also going to watch That Darn Cat starring <laughs> Dean Jones, Ooh. which was actually remade in the 90s, I want to say. What? Very With the same thing. title? That Darn Cat starring Christina Ricci. Oh, what? They made it twice? Yeah, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's show so nice, so they made good. it twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? So that's where we're at with that funny feeling. It's basically I'm filled with regret, yeah, uh, yeah. sorrow, anger. Mm. It's not that bad. It's just Ugh. boring. It would have been better as uh, just in, in theater, meaning that it will be all in one place. And that I wouldn't have gone and seen it. Yes. Well, you could. Well, yeah. A <laughs> theater lover, Catherine Sherlock, famed, noted fan of the theater. I feel like you need to see Cats then. I think, do believe I have. Oh, you have? <laughs> I haven't seen Probably it. before you were born, but yes. Oh, probably. <laughs> do you know about the cat store? No. Have we s- talked about this on the show before? <sighs> I think it's an outtake, actually. I don't oh. think you would have heard it. Real quick. I apparently have seen Cats on Broadway, <laughs> but I have no memory of it. This was like, this became a hot topic of conversation uh, yeah. a couple of Christmases ago with the family. Yeah. We were all together. This goes back, this would be 2002, three or four, somewhere around there. Hard to say, right? Those years, whatever. Mm-hmm. My sister and I are living in New York. Our parents come for Christmas. Maybe it wasn't Christmas. Uh, again, I have no memory of this. Here's the deal. We were all together. Apparently, we went to see Cats. Mm-hmm. They are convinced that I was there. I do not believe I would, at age 21, 2, or 3, ever agree to go see the lavish Broadway musical Cats. <laughs> but they all have a distinct memory of me being there. That is a musical, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. And Maybe you just blocked it. This is why you hate musicals. This you is, blocked it yes. out. It, it, okay, <laughs> now we get it. Now we get it. They took me to Cats. Yeah. I had a terrible experience. Yeah. It's trauma. <laughs> you don't know why you don't like them. Like You can't really say why you don't like but you like actual cats. <sighs> but I love cats, the animal. <laughs> there were no cats on that stage. But there was <laughs> no cats were involved in the making of cats. <laughs> uh, have, you, uh, have you seen the film? I have seen the film, but only as w- with a commentary track along with it that oh, makes fun of it. It oh, is okay. terrible. Probably I, the only I, way to watch it. It's cats. the only way. Yeah. I mean, it's funny that way. It, uh, oh, God. There's that song Memories, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, I haven't uh, seen any of it. It's yeah. Good for you. Lucky you. Apparently, I've seen it at least twice. Once on film and one on, once on stage. The plot. Thickens. So apparently I've seen cats. And it stinks. And it certainly stinks. It stinks. And that I remember nothing. And that I've blacked out for no fewer than four hours. I mean, come on. Like a Broadway musical. You may have done. Take that's, forever. Let's face it. Joan is my maid. So. <laughs> Joan with, is my maid. <laughs> so with that. <laughs> Folks at home, look. My maid. Listen. Joan is my maid? Joan is my maid. Joan is my maid. maid. Long eyeballs? <laughs> Long eyeballs? It stinks. It stinks. <laughs> Need to get that job. Long eyeballs? <laughs> so, all of this being said, again, again, we're testing the theory here. This movie, we're going to go through it. I mean, just because that's the format of the show, but we're not going to linger on this, right? We're going to no. spend a lot of time talking about 
what we're seeing, you know, which is, that's what we're supposed to do. Right. So here's the thing, you know, I started watching this. This is where I was fooled. This is my fault. Mm. This is why you should always finish the movie before you commit to it. Look at what I'm seeing here. The opening title card, that funny feeling. Where are we? Space. We're in space. Space, You know how I feel about space. Of course. You know, I want to go to there. Yes. I'm all about everybody going to there. Same. But we're not going to space. Maybe it was supposed to be for some other film? It's a very valid question because I don't see why we would start this way because I'm automatically thinking, great, this is my new favorite movie. It's about an astronaut who does something yeah. with a lady. You know, whatever. And I'm I'm in. I'm here for it. Let's get the rockets going. I want to see the... The bad special effects, all of that. We also get some jazzy music. We get Bobby Darren's opening title theme for that funny feeling. I'm like, yeah, I love Bobby Darren music. This is great. Bobby Darren, space. It's the 60s. This is for me. I love this. And then they like, they, oh, they don't ruin it immediately because they go through these credits and then we get a voiceover. We get the narrator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very velvety voice of Paul Fries, who we have seen in the past. He was the radio announcer on War of the Worlds, interviewing people, Mm -hmm. was also a member of Orson Welles Mercury Theater. We talked about him in that episode. Mm -hmm. Also the voice of the Disney ride, The Haunted Mansion. He's the guy who tells you about the 999 ghosts and there's room for one more. Like he does that narration. He narrates this opening about space and the planets and... And then we cut to a montage of people running into each other. Collisions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we see, it's basically, uh, we see what? Trains run into each other. We see some stereotypes run into each other. I think we're in China at one point, maybe. Mm -hmm. Like, East Asia gets hammered pretty hard in this movie. Oh, yeah. With a vengeance. Like, Mm. somebody, I feel like somebody in charge of this movie, maybe... Was in the Pacific during the war or something yeah. like that. Like, there's some kind of exorcism of hatred happening here. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very specific, and it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Starting here, and then we go to, of course, Bobby Darren playing the character Tom Milford. Mm-hmm. And this goes to show how, I guess, incompetent this film is, that it took me like 45 minutes to remember what his name was. <laughs> I just knew Bobby Darren is doing this. Like, all my notes are like, Bobby Darren does this. He does this. His name is Tom. Great. Uh, he runs into Sandra D playing Joan Howell out on the street and uh, they apologize and carry on or whatever. So we follow Joan after her run in with Tom slash Bobby Darren. Uh, and she goes into a what appears to be something of a bachelor pad. Oh, yeah. I think that's how we could best describe this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a, a nice shot of the wreckage of what appears to have been a raging party. A party dedicated to the October 13th, 1792 laying of the cornerstone of the White House. Curious. So, we see, yeah, the results of a party. Just want to do a quick ashtray check. It's actually not as many ashtrays as I would anticipate. There were a few. We got a cigarette box back here. We've got crepe paper. We got some booze on the counter. Mm. <sighs> just not do we see that. a table next to the couch? No. There will, there will be. Anyway, so she goes into uh, she goes into this uh, this place. She sort of does a, a shaking her head kind of thing, like mm-hmm. yet again. So we know she's seen this kind of wreckage before. 
She comes in. She starts, or she's about to change into her maid gear when she is assaulted by a dog from behind. Yeah, pounces on her very aggressively. But she changes her outfits into a thing called made for order. It's this, uh, what is that, like a jumpsuit or something like that? It's a dress or whatever. Yeah. 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 And she goes about the business of cleaning. And I I think probably, again, the almost amusing scene was the dog checking her out while she was changing. Yeah. It was like, They cut to the dog checking. Yeah, right. Even dogs get boners, Catherine. Uh, <laughs> from there we go to see where tom works oh yeah we've seen where, where joan works i uh i'm drawn to this office that we open with here mm-hmm. i like some of the things that are happening here i dislike other things that are happening oh, here. oh do tell and i do think that this is something that we have yet to encounter this is the latest film that we've watched so far in our series yeah mm-hmm. we've never gone this deep i think this is the first movie from the 60s we're watching yeah i think you're right so it's something we need to keep track of is at some point between the years 1959 and 1965 carpet enters oh. the scene this we have Great not seen. Catch. We have not seen this before. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, as I'm watching this film, all I'm noticing is carpet everywhere. Okay. Everything is carpeted. Their offices are carpeted. Uh, mm. The bar is carpeted. There's Ooh. carpet around the bar that they go to. Oh, really? I didn't uh, catch that. His apartment. Is this flower box carpeted? No, it is not. Mm. Uh, or plant box. I do like the plants. Yeah. Mm. We're pro plants. Yes, Everybody here loves a nice plant. It's a great way to decorate a space. You know what I thought? Crappy chairs. You don't like the chairs. No. I think they're, they're not. They look they're, uncomfortable. Mm, they're not. Kind of stiff-backed. Uh, yeah, they're just not designed well. I think up until now, we've been seeing some really exceptional Good mid, mid-century or this Danish is, modern. This is, this is tipped over into nasty. I just, is it a budget thing? I, it also, yeah, I mean, I definitely looked at this uh, this set in particular and was just like, mm, no. Mm. I feel like, because we're also going to see, and we see it with these chairs a little bit, but we're seeing an introduction of wood. Mm. I think wood paneling also starts to become a priority so we're warming things up with like earth tones and all that all plants? it leads me to do the, the plants are not I mean it's not the plants' fault. That does really bring a room together. Yeah. Uh it still just feels dull. Even with the plants. It's dull. There's something you don't like this. The whole thing's off okay. for me. Oh, okay. It's the colors though. The carpet is brown and we still see a lot of green. We have seen a lot yeah, of no, green. Said, I think the color palette is okay. We've definitely seen that, but it's there's just something about it that's um, there's nothing exceptional. There's no, there's no interesting design here at all. All I'm thinking of is 1965. We are right around the corner from the 70s, and I don't want to go to the 70s. 70s kind of bothers me, <laughs> Catherine. Sorry. Any thoughts? Well. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in the 70s. You are the best thing to come from the 70s, Catherine. 
Definitely. Because all of the bad tendencies that we see here, that becomes normalized and standard in the 70s. And that's when our carpeting gets shaggier. The wood paneling gets cheaper, darker. Yeah. A lot gro- of wallpaper. Wallpaper. Get yeah, a lot of crazy. like floral wallpaper. But like, yeah. but kind of dark and or- a lot of orange. A lot browns, of orange, yellows. A lot of browns. Big into browns. earth tones. Yeah. Maybe some purple. Mustardy, yellow, mm-hmm. brown. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the 70s can be done exceptionally well, yeah. but on the whole... Prove it. <laughs> I, can, I will do this. Uh, thank you. That's your homework. <laughs> mm-hmm. Show me a 70s yeah, okay. space that is not... Mm-hmm. Awful. Disgusting. Easy, <laughs> easily do that. <laughs> so ultimately, this is what I'd like to call... You know, We have the hat index. We have the ashtray inventory. Yep. This is the carpet spectrum. We have to be take the temperature of the carpet spectrum when we're looking at these films. Mm-hmm. Where is it? I'm wondering if there was some kind of technology involved that was developed during this time period where it's like, guys, we figured out an efficient way to loop yarn into mats and yeah. make a carpet. Make it cheap. Nylon. Do you, which is, is that, is that a plastic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So plastic's still kind of new. Mm. But they can point. probably make it cheap, probably. I, I don't know. I don't know. So they're still, they're, everybody's still excited about plastic. Mm. Everybody's still trying to. I, I think up until now, a carpet was probably just wool and yeah. very expensive. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, man-made fibers are coming in. Right. All of a sudden, carpet is like, hey, I, I'm rich. I have carpet. Even though actually it's the kind of carpet that's going to give you really bad static electricity. Yeah. 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 This is a great. 100%. Catherine, I think you may have cracked it. That's Mm. really astute observation. I will say. It's plush, though. Imagine trying to walk in heels on the carpet. Challenging? Would it get stuck in there? It's not a shag. It's not a shag, though. And this is the thing that we see is uh, uh, carpet lengths will vary, right? So this is a nice plush. We see a return to this in, I want to say, the late 80s, early 90s. I think it goes back. But before then, there is a process of lengthening the carpet. Yeah. This guy, Tom Milford, <laughs> sitting on his secretary's desk. I mean, that's Dr. Uh, not all over again. And he, did you see when yeah. the way he walked into this room? He literally he checked out all of the females. Look yeah. at this. Look at this expression on this man's face. Yeah, lady. Lady, you have boobs. I like boobs. Long eyeballs. <laughs> Long eyeballs. Okay, so Tom Milford, our guy, talking to Honey, his secretary. Please let that be her name. Yeah. And we get a sense of this guy is something of a ladies' man because she uses her odd-pitched, warbly voice, as previously mentioned, to talk about how some woman called looking for her contact lens, which she left at his apartment. Mm. To which he responds with an amazing line. Can't help it if she has long eyeballs. <laughs> I don't know what this means. It's presented as a joke. He smiles to let you know that he means it as a joke. Yeah. It's not funny. Long eyeballs. Fell quite flat. Is it? <laughs> long eyeballs? Oh. Long eyeballs? <laughs> you can't even sell it. No. No. It's a stupid lie. It's terrible. Who has long eyeballs? Is this the, f- the one and only film that he... He did a couple I, films. Really? I, I did look into this. This is kind of like his heyday. I think he's in... Ooh, actually, glad you brought it up. Mm. The ever-present threat of that darn cat. <gasps> it's going to happen. Oh, 
my god, I'm so. He upset. does the theme song for that darn cat. <laughs> he, yeah, but he doesn't act in it, right? I don't think so. When I say act, I mean he doesn't appear, appear physically. <laughs> right. <laughs> But this guy just wants to throw themed parties. That's his life. So he will be, he is going to set up a party for the Statue of Liberty. And he kind of whispers that into Honey's ear, like, I'll see you tonight at the Statue of Liberty party. And she is delighted. She's so because, happy. Yeah. Because a man is paying attention to her. Yes. So. And a big man, boss man. Mm-hmm. Boss man, mate. He's very important. Really not sure what he does. No one knows. He's just in publishing. Yeah. Which again, we mentioned this last week with Seven Year Itch. Publishing in books uh, during this era, it's the same thing as working for like a, a website, you know, like a dot-com. You know, it's, it's pre-internet, internet. A lot of money in that. A lot of, yeah. Pardon me. Pardon me. Just coming through here, just busting up the flow of the entertainment so I can tell you all about our fabulous merchandise over on the T Public store for Old Movie Time Machine. Look, guys, I wanted to bring a little attention back to our cover art. Of course, the, uh, it's not a trifecta, it's a quadfecta of Geiger counter, tall glass of scotch, an ashtray, and the United Nations, of course. The pride of a globe. Uh, look, we, we've got all these things seated, uh, just nestled, if you will, in a blue void that you want to wear in pin form. Did you know that we've got buttons? Pins, little badges that you can pin onto your, uh, your jean jacket or your motorcycle vest. All of these options are yours because, hey, it's available for you to put wherever you want. You can just pin it. You know, just stick it on there. Where you know, whatever whatever location you have that can accept pin, please put it there, and tell the world that you love old movie time machine just as much as we know that you do. And if you do this, we will thank you. I mean, really, I'm I'm not even gonna wait for you to do it. I'm just gonna assume you're doing it right now. So, thank you. Now back to the show. She gets into a cab. She runs into another cab, another collision. And who should be in that other cab but Tom and these guys see each other, having run into each other now two or three times. It's the third time that they run into This is the third one? Okay, yeah. Twice on the street. Yeah. Once in the cab. And they're like, you know what? I think fate is trying to tell us something. We got to get this together. We need to go to a bar and talk. I'm bland. You're a woman of the 1960s. You should come with me. She's like, I guess I don't have any option. It's the 60s. This movie is only an hour and a half long. Oh, my God. It felt like three hours. But it felt longer. I had to take breaks. Yeah. I had to do laundry because I was falling. I was taking, looking at my phone. I was like, no. You, need to you would wash rather this. do laundry. I love than, laundry. I know though. you like laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I am weird. I love laundry. It's a nice laundry room. It's, yes. uh, I understand. It's, spending time in there it's my it's my spot uh, yeah so that was really therapy then it's like i need to center myself yes. i need to get my shit to my head together and do some laundry yes let's launder the clean the cleaning towels so then he takes her to her place and which is actually which is actually his place yeah at this point has this happened no this is the first time that they go into the apartment. This oh. is where it starts. Yeah. Okay, so. He wants to walk her in. She doesn't want to take him to her place because it sucks, as previously established. Yeah. He, she takes him to his place. 
And then he assumes that they're going to keep going up the stairs, but she stops at his door. He is confused. This would probably get big laughs in the audience at the time as well, mm-hmm. because she's like, well, good night, and then goes into his apartment. It is kind of a funny premise if somebody did it right, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not done well here. Nope. No. I mean, surely you would question, why does someone have a key to my yeah. place? It wouldn't... Joan is my maid. It shouldn't take... <laughs> Joan is my maid. It shouldn't take that it took an long. an hour and 20 minutes. It took forever Joan for... Joan is my maid. Yeah. Okay. This is the... <laughs> let's just look at this like Sorry. normal thing. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Joan is his maid. Worst ADR ever. I mean, the camera's right on him. There's no way that he could have fucked that up, but apparently he did. Yeah. Um, this is interesting, though. Okay. So, logically, if you're a human being living in this reality... Mm. The woman you're with pulls out a key to your place. You start thinking, who's got a key to my place? Mm, yeah. Well, boy, you know, obviously my mother, right? Uh, probably a couple girlfriends. Maybe Harv's got one in case I need, I feel I've lost mine or whatever. This woman, well, let's see who else. Uh, probably, I don't know, this is the maid. It wouldn't be the maid, but Joan is my maid. Yeah. Problem solved. This would, this should happen in the span of. 30 seconds tops, you mm-hmm. would think. Yeah. But instead, he's a well, That's an idiot. the plot of the movie. The whole movie hinges on this. Joan is my yeah. mate. It's really taking off now, folks. We had to take a little break, guys, because it turns out that Catherine got herself a migraine. Migraine. Ugh, classic, right? You know, we were just talking about it. That's the thing. You know, like, if you... Be creative. If yeah. you're going to come up with an, ex- an excuse, right? Exactly. I need a doctor's note right now. Um, oh, we could technically ask for that, I think. I think that's in the contract. Yeah, we're going to have to read that over. But look, we, Catherine, it's been great. We got this. We got the rest of this. We can do this. We we are the favorites, right? Well, I mean, really, this is, isn't this what it's all about? <laughs> <laughs> as long as we have our drops. Long eyeballs. Long eyeballs. <laughs> long eyeballs. <laughs> Listen, we got to blow through this movie because it sucks, all right? So yes. we're going to go at it. Let's go. A crazy pace. So she leaves a note for Tom and says she will come back, but she left the door unopened. So he walks in, sees that the apartment is changed. Yes. Okay. And the fellow who is pressing the suits for the, the suit man. Yeah. The door-to-door suit, suit collector. Yeah. So he just at the time. gives him his suit off his body. Been wearing it for a week. I've been wearing it for a week. And then he wants to change his suit. Yes. Goes to the bedroom, discovers no suits, no suits, and also the hat box, right? The yeah, and yeah. He sees the mate uniform. He's confused. He sees it, but then the buzzer rings, and he decides to go to the door. Yes, to open up for Joan because she's there with uh, the ducks that she bought and champagne and stuff. But then he's walking to the door, and then he realizes. Oh shit! Oh no! I'm on in my undies. Why would I be? Th- I don't live here. I can't do anything, so I'm gonna crawl out the window. Sneaks out the window, grabs one of her overcoats, yes. a ladies' overcoat or whatever, winter jacket. And no, it's like a um, like a robe type of thing. Okay, I think so. I thought it was like a it had like a like the sheepskin lining inside or whatever it was like a plaid thing maybe it was an overcoat this is so he climbs out goes to the street he's pantsless of course tries to hail a cab 
We get this bigoted cab driver (laughs) who looks at him and says, sorry, Maxine, I don't take your kind or something like that. Thanks a lot, bigoted cab driver. But he gives this laugh. I'm sorry, I don't carry your kind, Maxine. (laughs) We love this laugh. (laughs) The laugh is so good. He is uh, thrilled with his joke. Oh, yeah. He's his own biggest fan and he is loving that he gets to peel away from this guy leaving him in his his underwear but yes so they she decides i'm gonna set up this whole thing he likes a party well fine uh women of paris or whatever is the theme yeah calls up everybody in the book just to set it up so he will enter his apartment see all these women that he dates together see her she he will know that she knows that he know yeah like, but he still doesn't put it together it takes him a long time it's oh, so so stupid so yeah okay she pushes back with the honesty stuff lies in mind games streets of paris theme now look i've i've taken a shot of the the policeman who shows up repeatedly this famous character actor because this is i wanted to point out something that we noticed in north by northwest we're wondering if this was standard issue police gear you know a police oh, person. Yes. yeah they have a badge they have a gun they have a little hat right they're old but with bellies and this in this age they also had a little pencil holster what? To write the citations. <laughs> of course. And so just keep it right next to your handgun. This was- Don't get them confused. We wondered if this was standard issue. I think we have an answer. This was what was happening. Yeah, it seems You that- had a little place for your pencil. Yeah. He, anyway, he sees all of these ladies decked out in uh, Parisian flapper gear arriving to the very themed party. He is suspicious because- Thinks they're all whores. Yes. And he calls uh, he calls the shop to be like, you know, Captain, I feel like, I don't know, there's like 50 of them here and they're all, something's going on. This is so- Sex party. Not uh, legal, right? This yes. can't be legal of like, oh. just people dress up. This is, uh, <laughs> you know, Friday night downtown. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, hey. They end up hanging out together, just the ladies of Paris, waiting for the men to arrive. When are the men arriving? When are the men, men coming? When are the men coming? But, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not really putting together the fact that it's all girls put together by a woman. Yeah. Um, and who are have all dated the same You would think man. that, but there's, it's like they're still waiting for him. So they seem like, friendly, right? Yeah. It's They're like, fine with all We've all, all this. slept with him? Great. Let's wait when he gets here. Maybe, I want to talk to him. Maybe it's like it is a bachelorette. Maybe it is a real... Maybe, ugh. maybe that's what's going on. Maybe that's the subtext. Is like, oh, they've done this before. And at this point, Joan's uh, crafty plan comes into play, and she throws all of Tom's lies into his face, and he throws her lies into her face. But they're in love? Yeah. So... So it's all good. It's fine. The so, cops show up. Yes. They, they've been watching. They've been peeping, peeping police officers. Oh, yeah. They have requested a bus to cart all these people away. These these people, these outrageously oversexed people. Oh, my God. These consenting adults getting together and socializing, 
Send him to jail. Yes. They come thinking it's a fully clothed orgy. Put him in the police wagon. At this point, we do have a minority watch here because the police officer who puts Harvey in the wagon is an African-American man. Yes. He is given proper lines. Yep. And he is treated like a human man, if you can believe it. This is something we haven't seen before in any of these films. And I would say that for as lousy as this movie is, and this movie is a blight on humanity, by and large, if we want to put a check in the plus column, it's you treating this man like a man, and I appreciate it. And there are no jokes about the color of his skin. Thank you so much. That funny feeling. I never thought I'd say those words, but here we are at the end of the movie. It only took us an hour and 32 minutes to get there. Jesus. We go to the back of the... Police wagon. At this point, Tom makes a very romantic proposal of like, you should live in my apartment, but as you should be named Milford as well. So looks so good on ya. And (laughs) it looks great. And Audrey's like, you know, it's a proposal. Oh my god. (laughs) So they go to jail. They're bailing, you know, they're white, they'll get bailed out no time. It's fine. It's fine. And that's the end. Of that's the, the end of the movie. Right? Yeah, that's it. Happily ever after. Well, guys, this is why we watch the films and tell mm. you guys about it. Yeah, Some films yeah. are just not really worth your time. Yes, I would argue this is one of. Them. Well, okay, we've been arguing about <laughs> it the entire time. <laughs> But as a cultural artifact, it's even as a cultural artifact, it's real borderline. We are seeing carpet. We are seeing carpet. Wood I mean, paneling. Yeah, I mean, it's revolutionary. I mean, come on, guys. So many carpets. We, so many carpets. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on the carpet spectrum. Yes. Find out when the tipping point was to where we got to this point from yeah. no carpets in the 50s to all carpets. Yeah. And Catherine, of course, cracked the code on why that would be. It's, oh, yeah. you know, Very the plastics smart. and all that. Yeah. She's great. I had to leave because of a migraine, but whatever. We, we won't bring it up again. It's we not a big deal. We won't bring it up. Come on. It's not a charity, Catherine. But, jeez. Listen, this is the end of the show. Here's what we do. Brindis. Yeah. Do we keep watching this movie? No. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy one, right? It's an easy, it's an easy no. Um, there's not anything interesting about this movie mm-hmm. um yeah we can look at the hair we even we're talking about the carpet and we're counting ashtrays yeah, and we're yeah. talking about weird um, lighting sconces yes uh, yes and stuff um it's i think it's they don't have a big budget so yeah. we're not really seeing any pieces they're like oh this was really cool in that era mm-hmm. it's all ikea stuff mm-hmm. That's yeah, supposed yep. to be looking really posh. Yes. And we're not even watching really famous actresses or actors no. doing anything. That's true. Um, so it's hard to find something to want to go back and watch it. But nah, I think we can just skip this one. Okay. I think that's okay. Sometimes we can just skip. And I'll oh, yeah. say... Don't watch it. It's a no for me. It's a no for me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well spoken. I agree with every single word. What about you, Justin? Uh, what? How do you feel about this? Thanks for asking. Uh, I am so angry at this movie. I really... <laughs> 
I spent a, I spent a lot of time watching. I I was telling you earlier, I've fallen asleep in front of this movie several times now. Yeah. I've had to go back and rewind to just figure out basic plot points. It's very confusing. It fails on I think almost every level. I think the concept is bad. Yeah. I think the script is bad. Yeah. The performances outside of Audrey. Sandra D and Audrey, yes. Which should, they should have their own movie. Yeah. Everybody else, pretty terrible. Larry Storch, we didn't talk about their friend Luther. Yeah. Played by a man named Larry Storch, who was. I liked him. He's good, and I would have liked to have seen more of him. But there's no space for him. He's though. got nothing to do. No. He is famous uh, to people of a certain generation for being in a television show called F Troop. Oh. Which was a sitcom about people living in a fort on the American frontier. In the mid 19th century, that was a hit show. Okay. Yeah. Can't explain it. I feel uh, like that's just a famous face who has two lines or just put in there. He for- packs up the banjo at one point. He does the onion line. He's drinking. Well, I think we missed the. He was drinking the beer. So when they were packing up the place, yeah. he was helping out yes. with the banjo and everything. Yes. He was drinking something. It looks like a can of baking soda. Oh. Not a, big, a baking powder. Yeah, okay. Like the Icelandic baking, pow- uh, baking powder, sorry. Like the royal... Um, yeah. I know what you're talking about with like yeah. the kind of like foil yeah. paper on the outside. Yeah. And I think... So that would be what beer cans looked, looked like. like at the time. Yeah, that's interesting. And also, it would probably be a pull tab... Not one of these guys, but like oh. you just rip the top off, basically. Or you would have to do it manually with the the opener. Ah. Do one on one side to let the air mm. come out or whatever. And then, yeah. I guess that's what that would be. I want to go back and find that beer can now. Okay. Maybe I mean, I'm, that's the only interesting part. I, like, I, I thought... Watch it all over again. I, <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Oh, yeah. I think the extras are like a little bit more interesting. Like, I felt like he's more of an actor. I feel like the the other boys are really not. Yeah. And you can see that the policeman obviously has done some acting before. And even even the cab driver, you can say. Come on. And the police officer, he was a, like, that's his role. He's either a cowboy or a police officer yeah. his entire career. He's a. And that's I mean, a, he's probably provided well for his family. Certainly. Well, he had a very distinct voice too. I don't. We don't have any drops of it, but it's a very uh, something kind of bassy about it, but gravelly at the same time. Yeah. That dime scene killed me. It killed my spirit. <laughs> Can't go back. To me, that's why I think it's so theatery. It's a lot of uh, shenanigans. Yeah. It's a lot of people rushing in and out, sticking yeah. out of windows. But it's also just the way that it's shot. It's usually just one camera. It's right in the middle. Just get the whole thing. Yeah. Like, it's a white shot. Yeah. People just put in there. Yes. It's weird. And I just feel like... It's a budget issue. It's a no for me, dog. Because this one... And I, we've talked about the 1965 issue. Maybe yeah. there isn't, really. Maybe 65 is just a blank space for anything worthwhile. Yeah. But... I feel like there has to be a better version of this movie out there. Yeah. Or this era, a better depiction of this era. Yeah, I think we need to find a movie that has a bigger budget. Interesting to note. I'm curious. 
Yeah, not really. Somewhat curious okay. as to when they shot this movie. Probably 64, I would guess. Because at this point, we're starting to see uh, in society in 1965, some hippies. 1965 mm. is when the My Beloved Beatles start smoking grass with Bobby Dylan. Oh so my. the hair gets a little bit longer. Yeah. The sideburns get a little bushier. We get a little groovier, a little crunchier. We're starting to get a little bit more abstract. I don't see any of that in this movie. No, it's really uptight. This is old school. Yeah. This is uh, the decay of something that started in the 40s, I'm assuming. This is the end of the 40s, really, 1965. Yeah. But we're still wearing the suits. We still see the hats. Still see the ashtrays. We're going to see ashtrays for a while, to be honest. Yeah. People love to smoke. It's crazy. And uh, so, yeah, it's a no for me. We're doing a great job. <laughs> Listen, I, if the others get migraines from here on out, we I can mean, take this. We can take over. We got it. Listen, let's talk about next week's episode. Oh, uh, yes. Anyway, it's a no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Except from Catherine. Catherine gave it a yes. I think she's putting a bit of a too much of a positive spin on it. But I do get her point. Like you, you need to compare it to yes. something, right? But yeah, let's talk uh, next week. We next week. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. So this is I don't know the third, fourth movie we've seen set in New York City. Oh. We need to expand our horizons a little bit. We need to look at society. Oh babies. yes. So not everybody lives in New York City. No. Right. Like there's a I whole. Don't. There's a. Whole, I don't either. <laughs> It's how we make this happen. This is how the magic <laughs> happens. Not living in New York City. Oh, man. I want to go to New York City. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hang out there. There's a lot of action there. Ugh. I don't know if you've heard. It never sleeps. I hear it. Yeah. I love that song. Uh, we need to go out to the rest of society here. Let's see what's happening out in the suburbs. Mm. So we're going to hit you with 1961's Bachelor in Paradise. Let's find out what this is about. A Bachelor author... Author again, publishing very big. Yeah, it's the e-commerce of its day. A bachelor author of sleazy books moves to a family-oriented subdivision where he becomes an unofficial relationship advisor to unhappy local housewives, to the dismay of their respective husbands who suspect him of sexual misconduct. Oh, oh my! Uh, this stars Bob Hope, Alana Turner, and Janice Page. By the way, so Bob Hope. Oh, Jesus, Bob Hope. He is the fucking worst. I mean, but anyway, super join us. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Join yeah. us. And you don't want to miss this. We might count other stuff. We <laughs> might see. I think we could guarantee more that. More ashtrays, more stupid hairdos. 1961, we might see the beginning of carpet. Oh, my God, We're guys, the- don't miss this episode. <laughs> it's carpet time. <laughs> Long eyeballs. <laughs> Long eyeballs. <laughs> so, it stinks. Uh, <laughs> it stinks. <laughs> well, look, on behalf of us, the remainders at the office here at Time Machine Podcast Studios, we thank you. Thank you for so listening much. to us. No, thank you. Thank you. You did a great job. You did amazing. We did really well tonight. You I did think. really amazing. And until next time, catchphrase or whatever it is. I don't know. Keep watching <laughs> things. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> 
sorry to interrupt this part of the show, but Catherine, you have uh, come to the HR office. You have informed us that turns out you got yourself a migraine. Hey, I, I think this shit's catchy. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> notoriously contagious these migraines, especially across the across the pond. Across the pond, yes, De- the, definitely getting those. Vibes. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, but before before we let you go. Uh, we did want to check in with you, Catherine, that funny feeling. Mm-hmm. Do we keep watching this? <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> what? Why? There's reasons. Uh, <laughs> there's reasons. <laughs> Explain yourself. There better be. Right uh, now. There's no reasons. No, no, no. Uh, um, just because if you have been spoiled by... Really excellent, amazing cinema <laughs> and the fantastic art form that it can be, yeah. and life changing. Then you really need, and you, you know, you've you you you're taking it for granted. <laughs> you're not appreciating yeah. the beauty and the mastery of what you're seeing. I, I think this is this. You need to get this in your eyes to just be like, what. The- <laughs> They're not all home runs, what? right? Yeah, you need something to compare the good stuff to. Absolutely. Therefore, yeah. this serves a uh, important. I, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it, this is a good low point to then jump off and appreciate cinema for the rest of your life. Oh. That's inspiring. What a positive twist on what is certainly a very negative film. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, nice. you need to get out of here. Your migraine's really taking over. But I would just like to remind you that at some point we are going to watch that darn cat. <laughs> Please no. This, it's going to happen. Could be, this could be the stress that's causing my migraine, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising like, at all. No, just make, no, this can't happen. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Thank you. Catherine. Thank you. And so concludes another gripping episode of Old Movie Time Machine. Boy, we it sounds like we had a lot of fun, right? I hope you guys did too. Uh, and if you did... If you enjoyed this episode, please know that there is so much more. There is like at least twice as much more content. We walk through the entire goddamn crazy movie that you just heard us talking about. And it's available for you to listen to for a mere two Yankee dollars. You can sign up for our Patreon page. We call it the Boom Room. Links in the show notes. You know the drill. Check it out. Uh, and if you do, you get access to the long edits, uh, you know, the, the uncut version of our program that you've just listened to here for free. I mean, but look, we, we're saving some really good stuff for that beautiful paywall. So you know you want to be a part of this. Also, we want to uh, encourage you to email us because we want to know what you think. Uh, you know, maybe you watched that funny feeling. If so, again, I apologize. Uh, maybe you liked that funny feeling. If you liked that funny feeling, I definitely need you to email us at partyline at oldmovietimemachine.com and tell us why you liked it. We will probably uh, read it on the air if you do. So if that's not incentive, I don't know what is. As for next week, you heard us. Uh, you heard me. And here I am talking about myself. Bizarre. It's a hall of mirrors, friends. But if you want to watch Bachelor in Paradise, it is available to you in apparently one location, and that is Amazon for rent or buy. So check out Bob Hope, Lana Turner in Bachelor in Paradise, and join us next week because we're gonna give it a give it a deep dive and see what's in there. I don't know, Bob Hope, 
questionable. We'll find out. Until next time, this has been Old Movie Time Machine. Joan is my maid. <laughs>